0: IVM You are listening to The Signal Daily Brought to you by Front Page Studios Earlier this week we told you about the RBI pulling the plug on 2000 rupee notes in India Well, guess what? Instead of getting them exchanged or depositing it in banks, these notes have taken a fancy turn. Turns out, over the last weekend, basically right after the RBI made the announcement, these big bills became the life of the party at fancy restaurants, luxury apparel stores, and fuel stations. According to the Economic Times, The situation has gotten so intense that in Mumbai's gold market, certain jewelers were charging an additional fee for accepting the soon-to-be-extinct 2,000 rupee note as payment for gold. For instance, on Saturday afternoon, if you wanted to buy gold in the unofficial market using 2,000 rupee notes, you'd have to cough up approximately 67,000 rupees for every 10 grams. Quite a premium, isn't it? In contrast, the official rate, which included GST, stood at 63,800 rupees. And why are people hesitant to exchange or deposit these notes? The Economic Times highlighted that simply depositing them with the bank and being upfront about it for tax purposes is not as straightforward as it seems. And here's why. Back in 2016, when people tried this approach, they ended up facing unexpected tax demands and received notices for reassessments even as late as 2021. It was a real headache. What's more, back in 2016, just like today, jewelers had a trick up their sleeves to help folks transform their secret stashes of those old 500 and 1000 rupee notes into something legit. Even though buying gold with those banned notes came with a hefty price tag in 2016, buyers didn't end up losing out because the value of gold skyrocketed later on. This time around, it's not just gold though. In another example, Mint noted that Darby's.com, the online luxury retailer that sells bags, shoes, and clothing by over 100 top-notch brands, recorded a remarkable surge in orders over the weekend we're talking about a 30% increase in sales. Now, what makes this noteworthy is that this happened during a time when the company usually sees slower business. Because between the months of May to July, people are off on vacations abroad, doing their shopping elsewhere. The report also pointed out a significant rise in shoppers at popular retail hubs in Delhi, such as the DLF Emporio Mall. Additionally, even luxury brands like Louis Vuitton, Dior, and Todd's witnessed a significant surge in serious buyers. Interestingly, people also use these high value bills to purchase mangoes. Speaking of indulgent spending, where did you splurge your money over the last weekend? For the next few minutes, you are going to know a little more than you did yesterday from the world of technology, business, policy, and anything that leaves you with food for thought. Hello, I'm Farheen Khan, and this is the Deep Dive for 25th May, 2023. There's less than a week to go for the quote-unquote hard deadline to raise the US debt ceiling, but talks between US President Joe Biden and House speaker come republican leader Kevin McCarthy are at an impasse. The debt ceiling, or the debt limit, is basically the total amount of money that the US government is allowed to borrow to pay for its expenditures. Since 2001, it has run on a fiscal deficit almost every year, which is why the US Treasury Department had to keep borrowing. And currently, the country's national debt and its debt limit stand at $31.4 trillion. Although the situation is a bit like, will they, won't they right now, raising the debt ceiling is in fact not a rarity. According to an article by Council on Foreign Relations, a ny based think tank, the US Congress has increased the debt ceiling as many as 78 times before whenever it was necessary for the government to borrow and pay for its bills. Fun fact, 49 of those increases happened under Republican precedents. Now, given the urgency of the matter, the Congress can either choose to raise the debt ceiling or suspend it, or even allow the US Treasury to go beyond the said limit for the time being. But more than a reconciliation, it seems that both Democrats and Republicans are looking for political leverage. The Republican-controlled House of Representatives passed a bill last month that would increase the debt ceiling by $1.5 trillion in exchange for a significant cut on federal spending with the exceptions of Social Security, Medicare and the military. But Democrats, who control the White House and the Senate, want to raise the debt ceiling without any spending cuts on welfare programs. What they want to do is raise taxes instead. But what happens if the debt ceiling is actually breached? and the US runs out of cash to pay for its bills. Could there be a way to avert the crisis? These are probably the kind of questions that all of us are thinking about as negotiations continue to be in a logjam. So allow me to take you through some of the likely scenarios. The first scenario, let's consider that the worst outcome. A breach is going to weigh heavily on the US economy. It is already quite vulnerable from the US Fed hikes and standing on the verge of recession. Crossing the debt ceiling would weaken the U.S. economy further and potentially cost more than a million jobs. The repercussions of this would be felt far and wide. Scenario number two, a close shave. There is a bipartisan deal and the debt ceiling is increased or suspended just before the deadline set by U.S. Secretary of the Treasury, Janet Yellen. Just like the way it panned out in 2011 during Barack Obama's presidential rule. In this case, spending cuts would be inevitable. It's all about when and by how much. In the third scenario, which is bypassing the Congress, the Biden government invokes the 14th Amendment that states the validity of the public debt of the United States shall not be questioned. But this is likely to come with legal entanglements and it seems that the Biden admin is wary of this move. Fourth scenario, is a clean debt limit suspension without conditions. In this case, the Congress would have to circle back on negotiating the debt ceiling once again. There are also some super absurd suggestions in the mix, like minting a platinum coin worth $1 trillion. Thankfully, nobody is seriously considering this. Now, it's crunch time for US lawmakers, but who will blink first? This is a developing story, and we're going to talk about it in more detail in some of our future episodes, so stay tuned. If you like listening to The Signal Daily, please show us some support. Rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. We'd love to hear what you have to say about this podcast, so feel free to shoot an email at hello at thesignal.co. The Signal Daily is produced in association with IBM. The episode was written, researched, and produced by Shorbury and Manasvini, edited by Roshni Nair, mastered and mixed by Manas and Nirvan. You can catch this podcast every morning on Spotify, Apple, Amazon Prime Music, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We are TheSignal.co on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Twitter.